up everybody robin e here on a new episode of pillow talk podcast as always thank you so much for tuning in to my stuff i definitely appreciate it just want to give a shout out to two of my favorite podcasts right now killing the podcast game i think so vulture podcast ceo mikey shout out to you and dj wisdom of black equity black equity podcast black equity network killing the game right now you know what i'm saying if you're interested in nice variety of topics really giving you uh you know some hard-hitting stuff tune in subscribe they stream on all major platforms as well and i guarantee y'all y'all won't be disappointed so check it out check it out if you're not already follow me on social media my twitter e93 robin and my instagram robin e93 with two b's i do follow back so make sure you follow me shout me out tweet me write me message me all that good stuff i do interact so don't be shy Go ahead and follow your girl. If you're not already subscribed or this is your first time tuning in, subscribe. I guarantee you, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. (laughs) New episode, baby, dropping right now. Man, it is almost August. It's like the end of July, and I'm just tripping off the fact that summer's almost over. First of all, Summer needs to slow the fuck down, pump your brakes, you understand, and enjoy. Because I, I haven't had enough time in the sun. I worked so much this summer, and I'm pissed off about it. But I'm, you know, Chicagoland area. We barely had a summer as it was. We finally been getting some decent weather, of course, at the end of July. So summer needs to chill. I hope we have a long-ass summer. I hope it don't snow till December around this motherfucker. Like, what? I can't believe it. But I've had a decent summer overall aside from working I haven't been doing too much extra stuff I feel like last summer I was whoo it was another life (laughs) but this summer I've really just been focusing a lot on myself and finding peace in things um, that I initially wasn't finding peace in before aside from that I feel like it's been showing me a lot of true colors you know a lot of toxic colors in people and situations and it made me think about toxic people toxic lovers toxic family just the whole concept of toxic situations you know we've all dealt with someone or some type of situation that we ultimately discovered was toxic you know whether it be a lover friend or family but the strange thing about you know dealing with a toxic person or situation is that ultimately they do end up you know being hurt more so because abandonment ultimately becomes the only associate that they have left. But is it possible for a toxic person to change, you know, or become untoxic? I ask Twitter because I always go to Twitter. That's my home base for any type of situation or idea that I have about something I want to talk about because y'all keeps it real. Y'all keeps it real on Twitter. Damn, I love it. You know, if they felt like a toxic person can change or does a toxic person necessarily know that they're toxic? And most people stated no, saying toxic people rarely, if ever, see a fault in their actions. And someone else stated, you know, when faced with uh, ultimatums, a toxic person has no choice but to accept their toxic traits. I was like, oh, shit, y'all getting real, you know, philosophical with it. Okay, okay, you know. But if you're going to say someone is toxic, what is 
you know, your definition of toxic. When you think of what it means to be a toxic person, what comes to mind? And I can very, you know, easily believe all things, you know, point to, you know, a lover. Initially, when people think about toxic toxic situations, they didn't ultimately think of just a relationship with a man or a woman, you know. And sometimes family does come around in that sense. But you can run into, you know, a toxic boss, you know, again, a toxic friend, toxic situation, you know, a toxic store. I mean, toxic business, toxic travel place. I mean, there's ultimately no limit on the type of toxic things that you can really, you know, encounter. And as far as actions of being toxic, it doesn't solely lie, you know, on cheating, you know what I'm saying, or lying. Uh, it can be, you know, using someone, manipulating someone, not supporting someone, ignoring someone, you know what I'm saying? Um, doing something for you, you know, that you don't give a fuck about for the other person, you know, being selfish. I mean, not listening, not understanding. The list literally goes on. You know what I'm saying? There's so many things that relate to what it means to be a toxic person. But I feel like toxic people, if faced with adversity in situations, do have the capability of changing. Does it necessarily erase all the toxic traits? I don't know. I think there's levels to a toxic person. Cause you know, I like to, I like to be extra. I really don't like to give a simple answer for things. Cause I like people to think about situations very strategically because people tend to just go to the quick answer and they'd be like, Oh, yep, you're right. That's it with it. But you haven't even really dug into it to really think about all of the sides to why this toxic person is toxic. And if all of the toxic traits are, you know, necessarily something that can stick, something that could be changed, you know? I feel like I used to be a toxic person. I always reflect on my relationship in college because that was my first real relationship. That was my first, you know, man I lived with and, you know, etc. And I feel like I was toxic in a sense that I wasn't being, you know, understanding to my partner. And I had gotten to a point of feeling myself. I had got a little older, you know. I think once I turned 21, I was just kind of like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? You you coming into your womanhood. And I think it really clouded my judgment on how I interacted with him. And so it exuded a lot of toxic energy that ultimately resulted in us fighting and breaking up. But over time, as I've gotten older and I've been faced with bad relationships and bad situations, it caused me to reflect on that one situation I was in where the shoe was on the other foot. And it made me feel like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, why does this shit keep happening to me? And I don't know if I was necessarily drawn to toxic people, but I encountered the same type of man twice after my ex. I kid you not. I literally fell for the same type of nigga. And it made me feel like, mm, you know what I'm saying? Do you do... You like this toxic activity? You know what cracks me up is when men say they like crazy bitches or when bitches say I'm crazy and shit like that. Do you not know that that's toxic behavior? You're advertising toxic behavior right now. You saying I'm going to fuck you up, basically. I'm going to bring a lot of negative energy into your life if you let me in. That's what you're saying. I don't want a man to classify me as crazy. I don't want that to be on a list of attributes for, for Robin. 
Robin is funny, she is smart, and she crazy. No, bro, no. I don't want you to throw that shit out, bro. Throw that shit out. That's not cute, and it's not funny. It's a toxic trait. And again, you're just advertising the fact that you don't have it all and that you're a toxic person with capabilities of making somebody else toxic too. But overall, like I said, I I got older and I felt like I changed some of my ways. I've tried to become way more understanding with any type of situation that I'm in. It's not even limited to a relationship. You know, it is with family, it is with jobs, it is with encountering new people and new friends. And I've tried to relay, you know, an unbiased opinion and a feel. And for me, that was a toxic trait that I felt like I changed. I felt like I was able to evolve from it because I saw, you know, more toxic behavior that I wasn't used to receiving. You understand what I'm saying? So it fucked me up. I always go back to the thought of energy transference. If you tuned in to my last episode, which you should have did before you turned this one on. (laughs) And I talked a lot about um, transference of energy and just this concept of negative energy, you know, trying to come into you. And you having to be transparent in order to exert that negative energy so that it can bounce up off your ass. I'm not going to let you come into my life a toxic bomb and think that you're going to engulf me with toxic energy as well. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to persevere. I'm going to be real transparent so that energy can flow right through my ass and it ain't going to get trapped. Okay. (laughs) That's, that's what that means right there. And that can be a toxic trait in itself. Somebody that comes into your area and drains you and they done fucked up the mold. Now you're fucked up about it. It's toxic energy right there. It's toxic behavior. And because you weren't being unbiased about it and transparent, you were able to trap that negative energy up in you. Yeah, man. Shit's deep. Shit's deep. (laughs) Another situation that I feel like was toxic for me, aside from lovers, um, is my family. Have a lot of, you know, drug abuse and broke, you know, street living type of family members and even though it hasn't necessarily been direct over time it's taken a toll and it's created a toxic environment that you know doesn't really go anywhere my older brother who's five years older than me he's the only older brother I got he became an alcoholic at a young age I think he was 19 and Up until then, I loved hanging out with him. Even though he was older than me, he would take me with him. And he really gave me, I think, this type of swag that I have about myself. He really instilled a lot of personal values in me so that appearance wasn't something that I was worried about. So when he became an alcoholic and started changing and became this toxic person, it fucked me up. Because I saw who he was before, you know what I'm saying? And then when it happened, it just changed my whole perspective of who he was as a person, who he was as my brother. And it, you know, affected me to a big T. My, you know, he didn't come to my high school graduation and he didn't come to my college graduation. And there was about maybe two years in between when I graduated high school, went to college that I hadn't even spoken to him. We hadn't even spoke. 
when he, you know, got heavy with it, he was violent and he was loud and, you know, it had just sparked a lot of toxic behavior in our household. And it got to a point where we could not live with him. We could not deal with him. He had to be out of here. He had to be away. And it's fucked up when you can't even enjoy your sibling. You know what I'm saying? After having to enjoy them all these years to a point now where you can only tolerate them for a certain amount of time before that toxic energy engulfs you. I would say that that's somebody that has a very powerful toxic energy uh, effect on me. And it's so powerful to a point where I do get upset sometimes, even though I am already aware of the fact that he's an alcoholic because that's what it is. But you see what I'm saying? The effect of toxic people can affect you and you have to separate yourself. And for me, I have to make peace with the fact that this is who he is. Just like I've made peace with my other family members in my family who have been that way all my life. And once you've made peace with certain situations and toxic family, I would say, um, you're able to avoid any more toxic energy really building up. It's hard to cut that tie with toxic family. I think out of all the toxic situations as far as people that you deal with, that's the hardest one to really encounter. I have a very hard time um, recentering myself whenever I do get a little bit of toxic energy in me from my family because it's a different type of energy. I don't know how to explain it other than that versus the energy that's from a lover or a man or a friend. It's an obligation that still relies within me. And I think that's the hardest thing. Um, for me personally, dealing with toxic family and being able to recenter yourself and kind of find that peace again. So for me, I, I have to separate myself. It fucks up my creativity. It fucks up my mind. And the only thing that I know how to do to avoid that toxic energy is, you know, yeah, to separate myself, to not speak, to just kind of keep things real cordial so that I can be, you know, real transparent with the shit. The thing, you know, with toxic people is that sometimes uh, they're not even aware of the toxic behavior, you know, and then you become immune to it um, and then it just manifests into normal behavior. And that's scary. You know, some people are aware of their toxic traits. You know, some people know they ain't shit, you know, but some people really don't know that they ain't shit and they have a really suave way (laughs) of, you know, snaking their way into your shit with a smile on their face but a knife behind their back and those are the type of people that you really you know have to be scared of toxic love you know is accepting someone you know or a situation knowing there's a negative intent or outcome and we try so hard to overlook you know the obvious yet it continues to show itself in the face you know what i'm saying i had a very hard time ignoring toxic energy when it came to lovers. So that's that. (laughs) But toxic situations, you know, sometimes um, can be a drug addiction. You know, you can't really realize it. And then you try to, you know, love someone else who sees that toxic trait in you. Now, say it's like a drug addiction because, you know, you get conditioned to loving that way, expressing yourself that way, being that way. And now you yearn it. Now you want to find somebody that's just as crazy as the last motherfucker. Because that's what's been shown to you as real love. When really it's just toxic behavior. But y'all, y'all ain't hearing me though. Y'all ain't hearing me though. 
Of course, you know, we know women allow toxic behavior in relationships with partners, you know, toxicity, but it can come in many forms. You know what I'm saying? Toxic situations spread out friends, you know, again, who support you, but never show theirs, you know, your, uh, you know, coworkers, your job instigating shit around you, you know, a person with no real goals or desires who wants to be around you, you know, second guessing yourself, enabling toxic behavior. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. That's why I'm saying when you come down to it and you sit there and think about toxic behavior and you want to label people as toxic, you have to take a moment and think about yourself and think about situations that you were toxic in as well. Because I'm sure that it was a situation you could have handled better, you could have done better, or it's somebody that ain't fucking with you like that due to how you went about the situation. Somebody wrote me about sex demons. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) Whoa. Um, I don't really know a lot about sex demons. And the fact that they brought it up as far as toxic behavior, I don't really, yeah. I was a little thrown off about it, but it made me kind of look up little things. Um, That kind of falls into the idea of like toxic lovers, somebody that's, you know, using you for your body in a sense um, and not really giving you everything else that you need. But you have to enable that person. Hello. I really think sex demon stems from people wanting to bash casual sex. Is that a stretch? Is that a stretch? Because like, if you think about it, you know, people like to have sex. You know what I'm saying? And they don't want commitment. And a lot of the times people hook up. A lot of the relationships start by some hooking up shit. And it really does come down to a do you want to be with me moment. But if you never have that moment with that person and you continue to fuck them, well, you're just getting fucked. That's just casual sex, which is not, you know, a bad thing. It's nothing wrong with you dating people and doing your thing as long as you're safe. You know what I'm saying? As long as you're wrapping it up. Um... The human urge for sex, you know what I'm saying, skin-to-skin contact, you know, drives us insane to the point where we persuade others just to fulfill that insatiable need. What you talking about? I don't think sex demons, uh, you know, exist. But I felt like I'll just mention it since somebody wrote me about it. feel like, you know, if you're not getting everything that you need from a person that you're being sexually, you know, um, involved with, then you need to voice your opinion on that situation. But if you're continuing to get that sexual pleasure, then it is what it is at that point. You can't really get upset if they've never even given you that option. If you ever get in that type of situation, then get out. God damn it. Get out. But there's nothing wrong with casual sex. There's nothing wrong with having sex with someone and not getting anything else from them. Sometimes you just need to get that off. All in all, toxic behavior, toxic love, you know, toxic situations, they're inevitable. But I truly feel toxic people have the capability to change. They just don't want to or never really had to. However, it's really your own responsibility to avoid this behavior. Avoiding toxic shit you know, is hard, but it is possible. If you remain transparent, I'm trying to tell y'all, y'all got to work on centering your energy and finding something that gives you instant peace quick. 
whether it's counting down, breathing, meditating, looking at the sky, it's really important for you to try to work on becoming transparent. It's just really great for your overall health and it lowers your stress. It's just, you need to do it. Self-reflection, which is so underrated, I always say that on Twitter, um, is needed for overall happiness anyway. So again, reflect on situations and figure out whether or not it was you being toxic. People don't like to take accountability for whatever reason, embarrassment, I don't know. But you need to take accountability and you need to take part in your fault, you know, in situations. Trying new things, I feel like can help avoid toxic shit just because, you know, you never know uh, what other things you'll like until you try them. If you're dealing with someone that's the same type of person that's always been that same type of person and you're not happy with who they are, leave. We want to try so hard to paint colors of people, you know, when we already see what color that they are. And all it does is fuck us up in the end. But we have to start realizing people, especially as you get older, um, are going to be who they want to be. And if you put an ultimatum out for them and they choose the other side, then you know where you stand at that point. I I don't know. <laughs> I feel like toxic family is just really hard to avoid. But again, remaining transparent and trying to just... Avoid certain situations is all that you can really do It's in acceptance. I think that that plays a big, big part um, in toxic family. Sometimes you do have the ability to cut them off and, you know, never speak to them again or whatever the case is. But when you have to deal with them, which is what it is, you have to learn to not let certain things, you know, build up inside of you um, and allow that energy to reflect into you. My goal for the rest of the year is to just continue working on my inner peace and to avoid toxic people by any means necessary. Okay. Also, I want to work on continuing to be more understanding because I feel that that will help me uh, enable myself from being toxic and avoiding toxic situations. So take a moment whenever you get a time chance to yourself, a moment to yourself, and kind of evaluate the situations and the people that you're dealing with and figure out, is it them toxic, you know, being toxic, or is it you? Toxic people. Are you that somebody? (laughs) Make sure you guys tune in, streaming on all major platforms. Thank you so much for listening. Peace out.